the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Happy anniversary. AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. It has been a frustrating weekend for passengers on American Airlines. Greg Clugston explains. More than 1,500 flights were canceled since Friday, including more than 685 flights on Sunday. American blames the disruption on staff shortages and poor weather. The travel problems come ahead of the busy holiday travel season as carriers work to hire more employees. American Airlines said it is increasing its staffing across all operations, with nearly 1,800 flight attendants returning from leave and more than 600 newly hired flight attendants coming on board by the end of December. Greg Clugston reporting. The investigation continues in South Carolina over the weekend where three people have been killed when an Amtrak passenger train hit an SUV. Some 500 people were on the train. This is SRN News. Larry Elder explains life as a politician in California. Didn't care at all what I said about crime, about homelessness, about the way Gavin Newsom ignored science and shut down this state to the point where a third of all small businesses are now gone forever, that we've only recovered about 50% of our jobs pre-pandemic, that people are leaving California for the first time in our state's history, and they didn't care about any of that. All they cared about what I said about vaccine, and then promptly said that I was wrong. The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. It's a little after 4 p.m. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Listen to your favorite Patriot hosts and shows like Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and the Narn hands-free on your smart speaker. Tune in by saying, Enable the Patriot Minneapolis. You only have to do this the very first time you tune in. After that, just say, Play the Patriot Minneapolis to stream in high quality. Ask your smart speaker to stream us today. Weather for today, it's going to be mostly sunny with a high of 46 degrees. AM 1280, The Patriot. Attention Americans 65 and older. The Medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 has begun. This is the only time to change your Medicare Advantage plan for a whole year. And Smart Match Insurance is here to help. Do you currently have a copay? What about a high deductible? Do you pay extra for dental and vision? Are your out-of-pocket expenses just too high? If you answered yes to any of these, you should call Smart Match. Smart Match is like having a personal Medicare consultant who can help you find plans which include $0 copays, $0 deductibles, even zero dollar premiums plus dental and vision coverage for no additional cost having the wrong medicare plan can cost you thousands smart match makes it easy to find the right one with their free smart and unbiased help if you find a plan you like they can even enroll you on the spot the medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 and soon the service is free with no obligation so call smart match today call 800-871-1592 that's 800-871-1592 800-871-1592 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart, plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his direction. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and what does that mean? It means it is the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and every week, yes, every Sunday at 4 o'clock, we talk politics, Israel, and the law. And this week is no different. We are honored to have U.S. House of Representatives, Congressional District Number 2 in the state of Minnesota, Representative Angie Craig will be with us today. Angie uh, was called to the White House earlier this week, and we want to hear from her about what uh, what was discussed there. We can only imagine, as we all know. Uh, what was discussed there. They want to spend a lot of our money. Isn't it interesting how that works? Where when you're spending someone else's money, the amount of money that you end up spending after you think about it, figure out everything you need, and it, it grows and grows and grows. What if all food was free and you went into the grocery store? What, would you put three items in your in your cart? 
No, the car would be overflowing. My God. And the shelves would be empty before you know it. Well, $3.5 trillion, our shelves will be empty quickly uh, with that kind of expenditure. So we're going to talk to Representative Craig about the Democratic Party's idea of spending. And I'm sure she's going to have a lot of reasons why the spending is good, and I'm guessing she'll probably say, uh, uh, it's all paid for, no worries. Okay. <laughs> it's all paid for. It's a T. All right. It isn't an M. It isn't a B. It's a T coming after that number. Okay. We, you know, there was a day not that long ago. It wasn't when I was growing up or something. It was just not that long ago where, where that word was never used, trillion, because it didn't apply to anything. There never was anything that was a trillion. Okay. <laughs> And and now it's thrown around like ah three trillion, eh, two trillion, big deal too. It's only one point two trillion. Eh, that that little infrastructure bill. They treat it like a little bill, the one that's bipartisan. It's one point two trillion. All right, we're going to talk to Angie Craig about that and uh, a number of other issues, domestic policy issues. We're going to talk about Israel. Uh, a little bit, hopefully, we'll get to that, uh, about the Abraham Accords. Uh, so it should be, you know, very interesting. She's always in a hotly contested race there, the last three. Uh, she lost the first one narrowly. She won the next one narrowly, and she won most recently in 2020 narrowly. She's up against the same opponent in 2022. We'll talk a little politics with Angie Craig uh, as well. And, and jot this down. Uh, in the coming weeks on the Victory Hour, um, we're going to talk Hennepin County Sheriff's race. And I'm hoping to have both the incumbent and the challenger on, on consecutive weeks uh, or soon uh, between them. And we're going to talk redistricting. We're going to have Ryan Winkler on the show in a few weeks. Uh, House Majority Leader, and talk to him about a new position that he might be uh, interested in seeking. And now that we've had Angie Craig on the show, we'll try to get Tyler Kissner on the show, so give him some uh, equal time. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll have Representative Angie Craig joining us, again, from the 2nd Congressional District here in the state of Minnesota. Stay tuned. This will be interesting. That's not a bad idea. I'll tell you. I'll consult my lawyer. And if he advises me to do it, I'll get a new lawyer. AM 1280, The Patriot. How about this My Pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry, but that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath-related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high-quality sleep, which translates into high-quality living. And there's nothing better for high-quality sleep than my pillow sleep goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line, from the 400 thread-count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear, all top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order. 
or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. And as promised, you're now joined by U.S. House of Representative Angie Craig, 2nd District, State of Minnesota. Angie, uh, you know, she she lost her first run for the uh, 2nd District by less than two percentage points in 2016. But uh, nobody can call Angie Craig a quitter ever. Uh, in fact, and she came back uh, in force, winning in 2018 by, what, more than 5.5%. And then again in 2020, she is a uh, colleague of one of her, uh, one, uh, of the freshman class of 2018 that included Ilhan Omar. Maybe we'll We'll ask about that a little bit later on, but I'll tell you one thing that uh, is, in my, in my thinking, one of the most important, unique aspects of Angie Craig being in the United States House of Representatives in the Democratic Caucus 
is her staunch, unwavering support of the U.S.-Israel relationship. And having voices in uh, that caucus uh, who remind people of the importance, the strategic importance, as well as the uh, similar value importance of the relationship between the United States and Israel uh, cannot be underscored enough. She is a great champion and, an, and a hero of the state of Israel. Uh, Angie Craig. Angie, thanks so much for joining us today on the Victory Hour. Andy, it is so great to be back. I'm greeting you from Washington, D.C., and uh, it's a really busy time here. Yes, indeed it is. You know, uh, earlier this week, Angie Craig was called to the White House uh, to talk about some of the issues going on in D.C., and I'm sure you all know which ones I'm talking about. They're thinking of spending some money and how to do it. And uh, the president wants to talk to Angie Craig about it. Angie, what can you tell us about your meetings? Well, let's start with uh, we're we're thinking about making some investments in uh, Americans, but it's also fully paid for and doesn't increase the deficit, Andy. So let me make sure I get that on the record to start. That's important. Um, Look. Look, this was um, this was a meeting of uh, several of us uh, who went over to the White House, and my my point to the president was to make sure uh, really two things happened as we hammer out the f- uh, final details of the bill. The first is I ran on the idea of expanding access to health care, so extending the premiums in the Affordable Care Act um, are are important to me. They're currently in the Build Back Better Act. It looks like that uh, will be, since the framework just got released, um, a part of it. The other side of it, uh, I really felt like and still feel like um, big pharma companies should have to negotiate their prices uh, with Medicare. So uh, that, it does not look like, has uh, survived the framework. Um, And then secondly, you know, I represent rural communities. About 60% of the second district, southeastern Minnesota, in the summer is covered in corn and soybeans. And my message to the president and his staff is, let's make sure we do not uh, leave out rural communities in this package. And I'm very pleased to report it looks like there's $4 billion in a uh, rural partnership program um, that uh, will survive in the bill. So it's an interesting time, and, um, you know, I serve on a bunch of different committees, but um, all of those committees have been marking up elements of this bill. So, uh, you know, I'm, I was the fifth closest race in the country in, in 2020, and the president and the White House knows he's got to get, get uh, all of us on board uh, for a final package, and so uh, looks like the text of the bill was released a few minutes ago, and I'll be digging into that now. Well, that's something to say, and I'm and I'm not surprised to hear uh, you talk about the fact that you're going to dig into it. You're somebody who uh, doesn't automatically uh, vote one way or another. You try to educate yourself, and you want to do what's right for your constituents. Let me ask you, uh, Angie, you know, uh, back uh, in the, the year of COVID last year, uh, we poured some uh, $4 trillion, trillion dollars into the economy, uh, I believe, uh, when uh, President Trump was still uh, president. And now that is continuing. Uh, we've got an infrastructure pa- uh, package, physical infrastructure package of about $1.2 trillion. Uh, this bill was initially talked about at three and a half trillion uh, dollars. 
it's it's a lot of money. It's it's you know by anybody's measure, it's uh, a ton of money. And and the fear that people are talking about and can't we can't ignore is the fear of inflation when the government spends at at that level. What are your thoughts about uh, that and uh, and whether or not it's going to have and and has started to have that sort of uh, effect. Well, so I would just say that um, all of our efforts over the last couple of years with the uh, both Biden administration now, but the Trump administration, it was about keeping the economic growth uh, of our country running. And, you know, we've added five million jobs back since the beginning of this year. Uh, I think that um, the money that we spent, remember, uh, last year under the last administration uh, was not paid for. It it did increase the deficit. And so one of the priorities I've had is I talked to economists and Neil Kashkari. And by the way, Andy, I think you have a choice when you get to Congress. You can decide you're going to be a workhorse and dig into the details, or you can decide you're going to be a show horse uh, and uh, just sort of live on Twitter, not in the text of bills and legislation. And when I talk to economists, uh, what they say to me is, if you step back, this bipartisan infrastructure bill that got almost 70 votes over in the Senate is going to create a number of good-paying jobs that, that are going to help us keep our economy growing and running here in the medium term. And then if you look at some of the investments in the Build Back Better framework, and by the way, it was never going to be $3.5 trillion. Anybody who thought that uh, was living in la-la land. Uh, you know, we knew going into this that um, what we were targeting was under $2 trillion over a multi-year period of time. We're not talking about spending $1.85 trillion tomorrow. We're talking about some of it's over six years, some of it's over 10 years, et cetera. These are the kinds of long-term investments. And by the way, when you think about investing in early childhood education, when you think about investing in uh, child care, when you think about all of these things, this is going to make sure that we can get people back into the workforce. That is the number one issue that when I talk to businesses, they talk to me about. You know, we haven't seen this low a level of women participating in the workforce in decades. And why is that? It's because we have been disrupted from a child care and an education perspective, and uh, women uh, have not been able to get back into the workforce. So to me, this is all about... Why know, have they you... not been able to get back in the workforce? There are a ton well, of jobs available. Andy, there you know, one, kids 5 through 11 just now are going to be able to get a vaccine, so some of it is because of COVID concerns. Two, um, you know, they're the primary caregivers traditionally uh, in a household. Uh, a, a number of good men I know out there are also the primary caregivers to their children, so let me uh, give it to yet to that. But for the most part, Andy, you know, as, as schools have been in and out and on and off, it's women who've had to take care of both, uh, you know, keeping their family running and uh, homeschool going and all of those types of things. But let me get back to inflation. Look, yes. 
we were always going to have some disruption, supply chain disruptions, uh, you know, unevenness as we build back uh, coming out of this pandemic. And as I talked to uh, Neil Kashkari, as long as we pay for, that was what has been so important. We find a way to pay for the investments that we are planning to make, uh, that that should not impact inflation. But you know, we're already ahead uh, from an earlier CBO estimate of how long it would take us to get back to full employment where we were before the pandemic. As you know, Minnesota is already below 4%. There's um, item, items in the framework released today uh, that uh, will help with uh, additional Pell Grants, with uh, technical college, uh, trade school, apprenticeship programs, getting people back to work in the workforce needs to be a huge priority. And, of course, I personally think we uh, some of the climate change initiatives in here are important because energy independence, not relying on these uh, uh, imports uh, into America, is very, very important. Well, didn't we have energy independence under Donald Trump in 2019, and now we don't because of some of the decisions of this administration? Well, energy independence uh, with clean and renewable energy is the long-term goal. Okay. Okay. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, you got the whole western half of the country, Andy, on fire. Uh, you've got 83% of Minnesota this summer in a severe drought. Um, we, we have a number of what I would call resiliency items uh, in the Build Back Better Act, things that are going to hopefully build our resilient to cli- resilience to climate change. And as you well know, it's a you know a, a, the way the climate is changing around the country. It, it's a national security issue. It's a creates immigration and migration issues. It's a, something that we really just have to uh, address. And again, uh, we've tried to be as thoughtful as we can about the pay force. And as you've seen, even in the last forty eight hours, some of those are changing, coming in and coming out. Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, we're talking to Angie Craig, congresswoman from the 2nd Congressional District in the state of Minnesota. Uh, Two messages uh, from Representative Craig. One is, uh, yeah, we're going to spend some money to help people, uh, but we're going to pay as you go. And so it's not going to have the inflationary effect. That's a disputed issue in Washington for sure. Uh, But secondly, uh, on energy independence... It's energy independence within climate change parameters, and uh, we've got to maintain that. So Donald Trump did not have that, in fact, uh, because of the climate change issue uh, or answer uh, given by Representative Craig. But we'll be back right after this short break with Representative Craig, and we're going to talk about a number of additional issues, not least of which uh, immigration at the southern border. We're going to talk about Israel and what's going on with the Abraham Accords and moving forward with peace in the Middle East, God willing, and maybe a little bit about uh, the upcoming election next year and how uh, Angie feels about her chances of being reelected. Strong representative in the 2nd Congressional District, Angie Craig, will be with us on the other side of this break. You make sure to stay with us as well. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. 
1280 The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear. All best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself, take care of the dogs too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right. VICTORY for 66% off. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we're joined, we're honored to be joined by uh, 2nd Congressional District Representative Angie Craig from the state of Minnesota, a Democrat in a, uh, well, I, I think it's fair to call it a swing district, and it's one that she has now won twice and is planning on winning again in 2022. She is going to have a a difficult race, but it's one that, again, she has uh, won twice, and she fits the district fairly fairly well. Uh, Angie, we were talking on the other side of the break about uh, the impacts of this spending 
and the plans that the Democratic House has for the Build Back Better Act. Uh, and as as we you know as we watch the news and we watch from outside, we see that there is a portion of the Democratic caucus, just as there is in the Republican caucus, that makes it difficult for the broader base in the caucus to get done what they want to get done, which might be a bit more sensible to the American people. And I'm just wondering, how much muscle do you think, Angie, the far-left group in the Democratic caucus has in fashioning what ultimately is passed on this spending bill? Well, I think that we have a very slim majority, Andy. And so, you know, when you got a slim majority, um, you know, you got you got to give a little bit of something to everybody uh, yeah. if you want to get the votes and the bill across the finish line. This is a major initiative. It would be obviously coupled with the bipartisan infrastructure uh, bill would be one of the uh, largest investments we've na- made in in jobs and in American working families in decades. So. Um, on the other hand, what I would say is that the president was clear with my entire caucus. This bill was never going to be sized at $3.5 trillion. And so the sausage making you see behind the scenes is a more realistic outcome of 1.75 over multiple period of years and the natural prioritization and fights internally over what's in and what's out given that circumstance. So, you know, I don't uh, don't mind uh, my colleagues uh, who are a little more uh, progressive uh, than I am fighting for uh, their priorities. I've certainly been fighting for my priorities of the second district in this bill as well. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it feels, Andy, like we're getting we're getting close to the finish line. Uh, I don't know if it'll get across uh, imminently, uh, but I feel like in the next week, uh, this uh, this Build Back Better will get across the finish line. And I've been one of those Democrats calling for weeks ago the bipartisan infrastructure bill to be brought to the House floor. You know, I don't necessarily think the two should be tied together. I think that uh, they're both ended up very good bills on their own. And uh, as I said, I I haven't voted for a big package here yet that I've agreed completely with, but I do think that the one that uh, is shaping up uh, is one that generally is a, a good compromise bill, and uh, I, I hope all of my colleagues will support it. Well, Angie, it's important uh, that you uh, remind everyone that you were uh, are opposed to tying the infrastructure bill, which was a, is a bipartisan bill. Uh, and and you can't say bipartisan bill very often in Washington anymore, except for as it relates to Israel. There are very few issues where there where there are you know really significant votes on both sides of the aisle. That was one of them. Yet certain parts of the Democratic Party, not you, uh, were uh, requiring that it only go forward if the larger reconciliation bill uh, is, is adopted and approved. I, you know, I wonder, and this isn't much of a question, uh, it's just a rhetorical comment, I wonder whether at $1.75 trillion on the Build Back Better Act, 
you will get the support from the left-wing progressive wing uh, of the party. We shall see, as you point out. Let, let's turn our attention. Well, it'd be, it, Andy, it'd be a damn shame if we don't. It well, really would. It really would. That's my reaction. All right. Well, that's that, <laughs> that's right, and I think a lot of people would uh, would agree with you. And you know, it's one of the things that I've watched from the sidelines. I I understand the realities of hardball politics, particularly not not just across the aisle, but. Within caucuses, the Republicans had this issue staring them square in the face not long ago. And, you know, everyone said, hey, you got the House, you got the Senate. You know, it doesn't make it always that easy. And this is just another example of what occurs when you have a split country electorate. Uh, Let's turn to the southern border and uh, immigration. Uh, I'm not going to raise with you, Angie, Afghanistan. You know, I mean, I, I, I almost don't think it's fair to talk about that with a uh, with a Democrat because it's hard to defend, and everyone has a difficulty defending it. Uh, but talking about immigration, there are fair differences of opinion. I have an opinion which is driven by open immigration under the rule of law with a process. And it's that second point that is, yeah, we can have open immigration, uh, but you need to have the foundation of law and a process that's being followed or it, it's just plainly too dangerous. That's kind of my judgment of how we should deal with uh, immigration reform. What are your thoughts on that? Well, what you just described is exactly what I think 68 senators came together back in 2013 uh, and accomplished. Remember, it was a bipartisan, uh, comprehensive approach that, you know, addressed the root causes of migration and um, and also provided for border security and a a path to citizenship, a process, right, Uh, a process by people could come to our border and uh, apply for legal entry. You and I both know as, as as long as we have a broken immigration system, people will try to go around that system. And, you know, I think the American people are, are sick and tired of our failure to fix our immigration system. And, you know, it's ironic as we sit here and, and you know, I take a lot of visitors from the ag community given uh, my service on the House Committee on Agriculture, just to hear folks talk about uh, how can we put together an accelerated process to get more labor, more workforce uh, here in the United States year-round, you know, year-round labor, for example, for dairy farmers. And so, uh, you know, it, it is a, a challenge, certainly, uh, to see the level of migration, particularly from uh, the some of the Central American countries and uh, we know that these folks are fleeing violence and persecution and often natural disasters caused by a changing climate. And we really do need to get our arms around this issue. And until we provide the process uh, and the resources, and not a seven-year wait to get into the country or to even be considered uh, into the country, um, we're going to have people going around our system. And we can't have that. I mean, um, I, I know you see the migration at the southern border, and, and, and yet the president and his team have been very clear. The border's closed. Folks should not be allowed to enter our country. And at the end of the day, I'm at least um, 
grateful that we're starting to address some of the root causes of migration from some of those Central American countries. Well, there's no doubt uh, root causes is an issue, but the reality of what's happening now, and I think it's starting to be acknowledged even uh, by the administration, is that the numbers uh, have increased beyond what we have seen for decades. And it, it becomes at some point not just a, an issue for the future in terms of uh, keeping track of folks and knowing where they're at and getting them into a process, but just in terms of security issues. Yeah, it's no doubt maybe 70, 80, 90 percent are uh, people who will add benefit to this country uh, down the road. But, uh, you know, it only takes a few to really create issue, and we certainly need uh, a process that we just simply aren't seeing right now. Well, and that's why we have to have both, right? We have to have a fair process, and we also have to have border security. Yeah. yeah both. So tell me, the second congressional district, I, you know, I'm familiar with it, and, and it's one that uh, is split uh, uh, very closely to down the middle. Last race... You won by, uh, what, a little more than or, or a little less than 2.2%. 2, 2. And, and uh, I think Tyler Kistner may be running again, who was your opponent then. What are your thoughts about how 2022 shapes up, and is it any different than uh, 2020? I kind of know the answer to that, but go ahead. Well, I think it's still too early to say exactly, you know, what does the environment look like? If, if history's correct, right, uh, the party in power in the White House loses House seats in midterm elections. But mm-hmm. I, I often say, Andy, here's, here's my district. It's a third Democrats, a third Republicans, and a third people who don't like Democrats or Republicans. And they're the ones who decide who wins this congressional seat. Now, you know, it was it's it's going to be a highly competitive district. My only view is that uh, after redistricting, it will likely be the last swing district left in Minnesota. But in the meantime, you know, my approach hasn't changed since I got here. I, you know, I keep my head down, I do the work, uh I I try to work with everybody in my district. I don't really care what your ideology is. If you're a mayor in my district, then you deserve uh, me to be focused on on your city, on your town, on your township. And I'm trying. I'm trying to work across the aisle. Uh, You know, I'm very proud. We track it every week that 80% of the bills that I'm on, as I talk to you today, are bipartisan. There are Democrats and Republicans on them. I just went over to Michigan 3 and spent a day with uh, Representative Peter Meyer, a Republican uh, from Grand Rapids, and uh, he came to my district in August and spent a day. So, you know, when the country swings back uh, toward the middle, when the country realizes that uh, we can't just keep tearing each other apart, that we've got to govern, um, I'm still going to be where I started when I jumped out of the private sector after two days and ran for Congress, uh, two, two days, uh, two decades and ran for Congress. So uh, that's what I'm going to keep doing and just doing the work. And at the end of the day, uh, the voters of whatever the second district of Minnesota next cycle, uh, they'll decide. 
One final question. I want to turn to Israel with you because it wouldn't be a discussion between the two of us if we didn't talk about Israel. Uh, the Abraham Accords, you know, I mean, for whatever you think of Donald Trump, it was quite a historic event. You can give him credit. You can say he had nothing to do with it. But it did occur when he was in office. Uh, and and it, it, it was monumental uh, to have Israel out of the blue in, in many people's respects, thinking that, you know, it was a firestorm there ready to wage war. And it turns out there's peace deals, a number of them with Arab countries, uh, enemies of the state of Israel for a long time. And now today there are exchanges and open uh, discourse, ambassadors, travel, economic exchange between countries that once hated one another. And, and that's a great thing. Can we expect more of that in the coming months and years? Wendy, I sure hope so. Um, you know, when I disagreed with President Trump, I said it out loud. And, and when I thought that uh, the administration was doing something laudable, I said that as well. And so, you know, at the time and now, I still applaud his uh, the diplomatic agreement that obviously is now known as the Abraham Accords. And I think that, that – I mean, I, I think until you sit with and understand the history uh, of the Middle East – you cannot appreciate just how important the diplomatic cooperation between Israel and it and its uh, Arab na- neighbors really are. And so, you know, I, I hope and I will continue to encourage the Biden administration to build on and Im- improve this diplomatic achievement uh, in their time in office. And I'm I'm really hopeful that this ongoing work can lead to a better future for generations in this region. It is significant. One final question and comment from you, Angie. What, do, what, is your, uh, what are your thoughts and you know, a statement you can provide to, uh, to your progressive colleagues uh, in the House about the importance of the support for the state of Israel as it relates to progressive values and ideals? Well, Andy, this is one of my ongoing frustrations, Uh, you know, as the only democracy in the Middle East. And quite frankly, this is very personal to me. The only place uh, in the Middle East that I would feel comfortable bringing my wife and our four sons and holding hands on the street. Um, You know, this is uh, the kind of um, personal um, place and thought that I have about the state of Israel. And, you know, when when my progressive colleagues attack Israel, um, you know, Israel deserves to have borders as well. Uh, Israel deserves to have um, peace and security. That's why I have been such a strong proponent of a two-state solution uh, for Israel. And at the end of the day, and I had um, the Congressional Research Service dig this data out for me recently just because there was uh, some legislation uh, that I, I didn't, uh, didn't want to join and, and uh, really wanted to understand how it relates to other nations. And the legislation essentially would forbid the U.S. or would uh, allow the Secretary of State to hold back assistance to Israel if, in fact, uh, there were any uh, human rights violations. Forty-nine countries that we provide assistance to, Andy, 49 other countries that we provide assistance to have laws on the books criminalizing homosexuality. Some of them 
they can stone you to death. Yeah. And and I wanted that data because when when my progressive talked progressive friends talked to me about human rights, um, you know we don't do that with any other country. We work on a diplomatic basis. Uh, we work toward a better future. Uh, I can disagree with the policies of the state of Israel from time to time, but that does not at all dissuade me from how important the relationship between the United States and Israel is and will always be, no matter what government is in charge in Israel. So uh, that's uh, how I feel about it. And uh, that's, uh, in fact, I was just in a meeting here last week where I was able to um, use that research and just remind folks that, um, you know, this is a United States and Israel have a very strategic relationship and that we cannot forget that. And uh, just because others go to such trouble uh, to to make sure there's a, a divide on Israel, you know, about 98% of the Democratic caucus is a strong ally and supporter of Israel. Just just remember that. That's Angie Craig, 2nd Congressional District member of the House of Representatives, representing that district for the state of Minnesota, a Democrat, an important voice in the Democratic caucus, one of the strongest supporters of the U.S.-Israel relationship. And while Angie and I may disagree on economic policy and some other domestic policy issues, where it comes to Israel, we stand shoulder to shoulder. Angie, thank you so much for joining us once again on uh, the Victory Hour. And we hope to have you on again soon. Until, uh, until then, I want to wish you all the best. And uh, good luck trying to get this uh, Build Back Better Act across the finish line. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, Angie. That's Angie Craig. You're listening to the Victory Hour. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back to close it all up. Stay tuned. AM 1280, The Patriot. A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic with Charm. Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again, because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust, aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. 
612 The Bird. Trust is earned and couldn't be more important when you have a house project. Early Bird Electric is the troubleshooting expert. Just look at their Google reviews. Early Bird is your go to resource for home inspections and problem solving. Small projects like adding an outlet and big projects like remodels and rewiring. 612 The Bird. And yes, Early Bird offers same day service and 24 7 emergency service. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612 The Bird. Or visit 612TheBird.com. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that. And that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell. The creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen-size premium my pillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902 or go to mypillow.com and use the discount code VICTORY. That's right, discount code VICTORY. For this special offer. We're back. Well, now then, that was interesting. I don't know, you know, I, I didn't want to. I think I, I, I raised the point that uh, with Representative Craig that, uh, you know, a lot of women not back in the workforce, you know, why, why is that? I mean, I don't think you can chalk that up to child care issues and, 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 and COVID. I mean, the schools are open. There were always child care issues. It's no different than there have always been. Uh, there, but there is an enormous difference now. We have people, women and men, and, and, and able-bodied to go back into the workforce who are not. And the number of jobs available is busting at the seams. So what is the explanation? I, I, I don't think we really nailed that down. Um. Uh, inflation, the answer was um, Congresswoman Craig uh, said, and you know, maybe she's right. There are some economists that agree with this, some that are advising her that, well, we're going to pay as we go, and so there won't be inflation. Uh, and she didn't say pay as we go. She said it's all paid for. You know, what does that mean? It might mean pay as, you, as we go, but it also might mean it will be paid for, you know, 30 years from now. Um, well, that doesn't help inflation. What we're doing here is we're pouring money into the economy uh, in a and, – and it's not that money can't pour into the economy and it can be maintained so that there isn't inflation – that occurs when you have a free market, you see, because you have equilibriums between supply and demand. So prices aren't jacked through the roof while you're not making as much money to keep up. 
That's what inflation is. And it is an enormous tax on the poor, on those that can't afford that type of life. You know, the wealthy, uh, it doesn't matter, really. Uh, they're, they're not going to, uh, in all likelihood, have to give up anything. Uh, but this is an enormous tax on the poor. And that's why a free market is so important. Uh, but when you uh, put your hand on the scale as the government and you create artificial, artificial measures pouring money into the economy, printing money and pouring it into the economy. Uh, That's where equilibrium is not met. That's where supply and demand get out of whack. Inflation goes through the roof. And this past week you heard uh, the king of Malays now, uh, Joe Biden, double and triple down on him basically saying, this is one of the worst countries in the world and you guys ought to get into shape you know cut out buying and we won't have a problem not a joke (laughs) i mean it it just was insane don't have a happy halloween what do you think not supposed to have fun around here you're not supposed to have freedom and do what you want and spend your money the way you want you do it we'll tell you and that's that uh, so that was, you know, that was interesting. The other, the other interesting thing was um, when we were talking about energy independence, which Angie raised, uh, you know, and I said, yeah, we had that in 2019 with Donald J. Trump. And now with, you know, this administration, she said, well, yeah, but, but uh, it wasn't clean energy independence. Clean energy independence. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I, I'm not disputing it. And, and she believes that having energy independence isn't good enough. It's got to be clean energy independence. So let's not have energy independence uh, until it's clean. How about having energy independence and then working from there toward clean energy independence? Brilliant! (laughs) So, I don't know. But, you know, we, we disagree on domestic policy, but I wanted to have her on and and she does a great job, and I and I like her, and uh, uh, personally, as as well as on the issues in the Middle East, she just really understands the importance of the state of Israel to every American, to the United States, strategically values driven, uh, uh, and and peace in that region is just a real positive uh, for for all of us. And she's an important voice in the Democratic Caucus as a part of that. Well, I want to make sure that you're all safe out there, uh, trick-or-treating, and uh, that you make sure to come back, 1280 AM, The Patriot, next week at uh, 4 o'clock, and we're going to talk Hennepin County Sheriff's race next week and down the trail we might talk hennepin county attorney's race uh, as well 
Uh, but we have a number of great guests, so jot it down. Four o'clock Sunday is the victory hour. And until next week, have a great week and be safe. Are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word freedom, justice. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Celebrating two... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.